even Robert Mueller's moderate milk toast ass basically said impeach. What are we going to do? As my grandfather used to say, what's going to be? Dies in your house. Exclusively on Lee's Coast Radio. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are that of my own and are not of my employer. Nobody likes me. Nobody likes me. But that's okay, because I don't like y'all anyway. And I don't like y'all anyway. We have until November of 2020 to get our act together as a country, as a nation, to correct this injustice. And the biggest injustice in the world was allowing a foreign power to install a criminal into the White House and turn an administration into a fascist crime syndicate. That must be corrected. And we only have a little, there's only one more election we have to correct it, or this whole thing is over. If you don't know what Staten Island is, it's like New York's abortion that lived. I never met any of the founding fathers, but I'm sure if they were listening to Least Coast Radio right now and brand new episodes of Dies in Your House, they would agree with the sentiment. And you can follow us on Twitter, at Least Coast Radio. Get us on Patreon, at Least Coast Radio. Vote. Blue Wave 2020. Let's make it happen. Least Coast Radio for the least heard voices. Every weekend. We here on Least Coast Radio are trying to fight the rising tide of fascism. The noun fascism is usually defined as a governmental system led by a dictator having complete power, forcibly suppressing opposition and criticism, regimenting all industry, commerce, etc., and emphasizing an aggressive nationalism and often racism. Yeah, we don't we don't want any of that in America. So we gotta we gotta stop it. We gotta put out the fire now. Not even as liberals, as Americans, as patriots, as people that like democracy. The only thing we can do right now to fix our country is use our weapons. And our weapons are our voices, our handmade signs, and social media. Get the message out there. Voting. Voting is key. Elections have consequences. If you don't know what Staten Island is, it's like New York's abortion that lived. I'd be representing Staten Island. Staten Island was no joke. Hey, yo. Who's in the house dies in your house? What is the word, peeps? What goes on? It is the weekend. I am Jay Porks. We are back here on Least Coast Radio with another action-packed edition of Dies in Your House. 
You might be sitting there asking yourself, what is this thing? What have I just stumbled upon? Well, you've stumbled upon what I like to call a vehicle to help enlighten minds on the importance of voting. Elections have consequences, and we need to get out there and vote. And we're not talking about rock the vote, you know, not like with the wrap it up campaign, that's mid-90s stuff. Rock the vote is over. We need to overwhelm the vote. We need to exhaust the vote. And you'll see why later when I talk about what we're talking about, but we don't want to slip further into a fascist society. Just to give everybody a refresher, Alexa, what is fascism? The noun fascism is usually defined as a governmental system led by a dictator having complete power, forcibly suppressing opposition and criticism, regimenting all industry, commerce, etc., and emphasizing an aggressive nationalism and often racism. Yeah, we're not, in America, we're not interested in having any more of that. You know, that's been building for two years or so now, almost three years, and we can't have it anymore. We can't have a society where we invest, invest, investigate, invest... Whoa. We can't have a society where we think it's okay to investigate people who are investigating us just because we're a little ticked that they're investigating us because we were committing criminal activity. That's what it is. These are criminals. This is a, this is a fascist crime syndicate that was installed into the White House by a hostile foreign power and that's not okay and I'm sorry that we're not gonna forget about that you know the the third-party voter you know the, the the independent and I use that in quotations because if you haven't heard the latest dies in your house thesis that I've been peddling the last couple weeks it's this there are no independent voters because People are not blank canvases. There's that commercial with the guy who wears the gray suit and everything in his house is gray and it's like, he's very plain, he's very plain yogurt. He's much like Robert Mueller. Even that guy's got a cat. Like, nobody is a blank canvas. You want things from life. You need things from your life. Right now, stuff is going on with you that you need, that you want. So don't sit there and tell me, oh, well, I'm independent. I'm just waiting for the right person to come along. What are you, like, 53 on a dating website? Get over it. You vote for the person who's closest to what you like. And if you would have done that a couple of years ago, we wouldn't be in this freaking mess to begin with. It's a good time. My voice is getting high. I'm getting a little loud. And my head's getting a little hurty right now. Because I'm getting stressed out. So this is a good time to remind everybody <laughs> that the views and opinions expressed on this podcast are that of my own, are that of Jay Porks, and are not of any employer that I have currently, of any employer that I've had in the past, and most likely any employer I have in the future. Although I am hoping to stick with the same employer, as is most likely everybody else in life. Anyhow, elections have consequences, and we gotta get out there and vote. And I don't have time for people to be talking about waiting for the right one to come along and all that nonsense. I agree, there should be more than two parties. 
Actually, there should be five. We should have a, a rank voting system that you get the top ten, and then you windle it down to five, and then you windle it down to, you know, whatever system you want to go. You want to go four, three, two, one. You want to do two, one, whatever you want to do. But I think that the election system should be changed in general. I do. And you know what? That's cool and all, and sitting at home is not going to help that change. For example, Elizabeth Warren. She was talking about, you know, the Electoral College. We should get rid of it. I'm down. This is a candidate talking about issues that matter to elections which matter. 70,000 votes across three states. All you blank canvas mofos. Oh, well, I'm just... Bernie didn't get a fair shake. He, yeah, he only got 4 million less votes than the person he lost to in the primary. Stop it! Stop it. Anyhow, big news this week. Robert Mueller gave a statement. He didn't hold a press conference because he didn't take any questions. The press was there, but there was no conference. He came up and gave a statement. And... This guy, and I was saying this last week, the week before, whenever Jerry Nadler was talking about we're going to subpoena Robert Mueller, I said, yo, 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 guys, 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 guys. I said, let's back up a second. Let's everybody just realize that Robert Mueller is a very, very milquetoast, bland individual. And let's not get our hopes up. He's not going to go out there firing shots. Every shot he fires is going to be subtle, but it is going to hold weight and what Robert Mueller came out and said was what every you know the synopsis of his report basically which is what people like me have been saying and there have been different responses to the theory of the Russian active measures some people take the Russian active measures seriously and some people think that Russian active measures are just something we're using as an excuse because right now the country's in the in the crap hole. Well, could it be both? It's not an excuse if it, it really happened. Like, if I say I you beat me in a race because I sprained my ankle, that's not an excuse. I had an injury. I was I had I had a setback going there. We had thing I had things working against me. Much like American democracy had in 2016. And again, I will ask you, what has the Senate, because the House is passing all sorts of bills that are DOA in the Senate, but what has the Republican-controlled Senate done to stop election interference? What have they done to safeguard our democracy? What have they done? What bills have they passed? They have not passed anything. So then you have to ask yourself, Wow, why do Republicans not care about free and fair elections? Why do Republicans think that the more Americans that have to do with voting, the more Americans that vote, why do they think that that's a bad thing for them? Well, maybe it's because they know that their time's running out. That's right. The, old, the time of the old white folk, the old white person sitting, on his, sitting on, in his rocking chair on his porch telling people of color that they're not from around here, that time is over. Because they are from around here. They're from here. I'm from here. You're from here. We're all from here. And we are going to coexist together. 
And that's something that these people are going to have to deal with. Now, refresher. Russia stolen from Russian government officials, the Kremlin, under the direction of Vladimir Putin, hacked into the DNC, hacked into John Podesta's emails, hacked into all that stuff, gave the information to WikiLeaks to release to help the Trump campaign. That's what happened. Now you can say, well, Jay, WikiLeaks is, you know, a, an organization of journalists. They free governments. Yeah, they did until they started messing with elections. And maybe you have to ask yourself, is this not what they've been doing the whole time? They are, an, they are a propaganda arm of the Kremlin. No more than that. And Julian Assange is a criminal who deserves to be in prison for a long time. And that's, that's that. I mean, you want to talk First Amendment there, that's like people who want to talk about the Second Amendment when people in Virginia get shot. Like, fuck your Second Amendment when people are dying. And when democracy is dying, I'm sorry if some hostile foreign power controlling a fake news organization, I'm sorry if that personally is if that specific case is not covered by the first amendment that doesn't mean that we're not going to have woodward and bernstein you know what i'm saying doing their thing so stop it yo you want a background check on guns oh you're infringing on my second amendment rights if you use stolen information if you use information that was stolen by a hostile foreign power and use it to help one political party in one country for reasons unknown, still? Compromise? Money? That's not the same as the Washington Post running a story. It's not the same. And I took, I took journalism. That's like, you know how I come on here and I'm like, we're talking about like, you know, Saudi Arabia and I'm like, listen, I'm no foreign policy expert. Or if we're talking about like technology and I'm like, listen, I'm no technology guy. Listen. I took lots of journalism, taught to me by Brian Cogan, author of many books. I actually know a little bit about this. Okay? When you're backed by the truth, you're a journalist. When you're backed by a hostile foreign power, you are something else. That is to be determined. But it is not covered under the First Amendment. Just like machine guns and shit aren't covered under the Second Amendment. But somehow you people are reading that. And you're all in an organized militia too, by the way. I didn't know that. Moving on. Mueller's statement. It ends... It ends with... Where is it? I got it right here. Politico or something. There it is. So it ends with this. Uh, blah, 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 blah. These individuals, the Russians, who spent nearly two years with the spe no, 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 I'm sorry. I that's the red. That's the. There were multiple systematic efforts to interfere in our election by the Russians, and that allegation deserves the attention of every American. Let's repeat. 
And that allegation deserves the attention of every American. So it's not like, oh, Jay, stop talking about Russia. Jay, Russia doesn't matter. Robert Mueller just told me he didn't. He did the investigation. And also, not a lot... I know there's a DOJ memo that you can't indict a sitting president. <laughs> I knew of that. But Robert Mueller, in his statement, makes it seem as if you can't even investigate the guy. So, like, he really could shoot someone on Fifth Avenue? He said that they would, they would, that was not even a, a, an avenue of inquiry because they couldn't draw up indictments, even sealed ones. So, what are we doing then? If a criminal can commit crimes to get elected, I mean, can somebody not tell the other criminals that? I hope they're not watching MSNBC. I really hope not, man. Think about that for a second. So you use criminal tactics to get where you are, and since you are where you are, you can't be touched? That's bullcrap. And oh, by the way, Elizabeth Warren said if she was elected, she would uh, change that memo, and that would be over. That whole president being above the law thing. That's another thing Elizabeth Warren is interested in. So, it should have the attention of every American. That's why I brought up a term, exhaust the vote. Overwhelm the vote. It's not enough for you to say that you're going to vote. I need you to take somebody with you who didn't vote last time. I need you to make sure that you tell people how important voting is to you, just like it is to me. You hear it in my voice, because I gotta tell you, a couple of blocks down the way, by me, over here on Staten Island, the rugged lands of Shaolin, home of Wu-Tang and Pete Davidson, I see a guy in front of LA Fitness, who today's my day off, I will probably go bother him, with a table and reading material? And a big Trump Pence 2020 flag? And this is not the life I want to live. Think about it. People went in, they, they, they went in as white nationalists. You know, the new Klux Klan. They went in like, you know, all out racists. Voted for the racists. And now they're out there in public. Admitting it. Like it's okay that they're racist. It's not. And anything you say to me is only to cover up your racism. If you share an article on Facebook that talks about the stock market in favor of Trump, i.e. economy, you are covering up your racism. That is all you're doing. Because the stock market does not represent everyday Americans. And I am not friends with anybody on Facebook who is not an everyday American. I don't know any rich people. Okay? I don't have people living in mansions coming up in my newsfeed. I don't have that. So anybody on my newsfeed that I'm complaining about right in this moment is covering up their racism. That's all it is. We will not we will not stand for this whitening of society. That's over. That's done. And I just wish people would just understand how important this is. How your vote doesn't count is a is a losing theory. And if you say, oh, I'm not going to vote for, you know, 
10 years and they're gonna have to redistrict. No, you're so stupid. Get involved in democracy. It's here for you. Now, yes, election day should be on a day, should be a holiday where things are closed so people can go vote. Yes, it should. And I think that, you know, that should be something brought up at the Democratic debate for the Democratic candidates. Because most certainly, we need to make it easier to vote. For sure. Like, the last couple of years, I was working at the school, and uh, I couldn't do the morning care program. Like, where, I, where you come in early and watch the kids who get dropped off early. I couldn't do that because I had to get... I had to go wait in line to vote and wait for them to open. And that was the only time I could do it because I couldn't go afterward because I wasn't standing on them. I wasn't standing on a lot, no way. Can't be hard to vote. When people make it harder to vote, they're afraid that their policies aren't strong. That's the whole gerrymandering Republican strategy. Making people not vote. Like, for instance, I've been touting what Florida did. Felons can vote now. The, in the 2018 midterms, there was a proposition in Florida that allowed felons to vote. Do you know they have to pay money to participate in free and fair elections? They serve their time. Now, I'm not saying let people in prison vote. You get your freedom taken away from you when you're in prison. But once you're out of prison, you've done your time. You've served your time. You've, done, you've paid your debt to society. Now you should be able to participate in free and fair elections again. So now they're making felons pay money to vote? I got news for you. Now, I've applied for a lot of jobs in the last, like, year or so. Every application, you know, they got a thing where it says that if you're a felon, check this box. If you've committed a felony in the last seven years. And there is a long space to explain yourself. And I bet that people that fill that space, usually half the time at least, their applications get pushed to the side. So these people are having a little trouble gaining employment where they would be able to make the money to pay whatever fee they have to pay to participate in free and fair elections. But hey, that's America. That's where we are now. And if you think that's okay, then fine, sit home. But it's not. It's not okay. And we are going to keep making noise. And it was a year ago today. It's June 2nd. It was a year ago today I was on the steps of Borough Hall on Staten Island. Wearing my Protect Kids Not Guns shirt. With the March for Our Lives New York crew. And the Youth Over Guns movement. Hanging out. That's where I, I, Max Rose was there. I didn't know who the, who the hell he was. Because he wasn't campaigning. He was just hanging with us. There was some short guy in a suit. He was some short guy in a suit. And then I get home. Next day I see I'm on the cover of the paper. Well, the, the second page of the paper, I think it was. And uh, I read the article. Max Rose was I'm like, wow, this guy wasn't even campaigning. Let me go vote for this guy because this guy's real. This guy came and he stood up. And he held a sign. Yeah, it was a photo op. But he didn't introduce himself. He wasn't shaking hands. Then I voted for this guy. And he won. And Staten Island is now controlled by a Democrat. A moderate Democrat. But hey, minor steps. You see, I'm not crazy. 
I didn't see Republican versus a moderate Democrat and say to myself, Oh, fuck that. I'm voting third party. This doesn't matter. No. Why? Because I'm not stupid. That's why. Damn. I'm sorry. I get frustrated. After the Mueller statement, public pol polling showed that uh, impeachment, impeachment and removal, Americans 41% in favor. That's a lot right now. And I know I've said in the past, and again, I talked about the Republican-controlled Senate. They will not convict. But why... That might not matter at this point. Because think about it. What... Bill Clinton got impeached in 1998. Right? They didn't convict him. He was found not guilty. And it was a BS thing anyway, by the way. So he was found not be guilty of that or whatever. And what happened in 2000? Did Al Gore win? Did Al Gore win the election? Even after distancing himself from Clinton, which was probably, definitely in retrospect, his mistake, but did Al Gore win? Did we take control of the House? Did we take control of the Senate? No, we lost it all. And we continued to lose it when a war happened. And conspiracy theorists can go away at this point. Just saying. Whatever the case, Republicans, two years after impeachment, had full control of everything, and literally impeaching Bill Clinton was literally never, there was never any backlash for it. There was none. There was no backlash. Because think about it. What would the backlash be? A Democrat gets elected? You look, that didn't happen. Because the impeachment process opens up investigations. So you can have broader... It's not like you subpoena documents and they say no. No, you, impeachment, you go in there, you get them. There is no asking with impeachment. You get all the information and you can disseminate it as you will. So, like, would it fire up the base? Would it fire up the, the Trump base to vote? Yeah, I mean, it might, but I'm looking at a country that is way more liberal than conservative here. And you, we all know this. It's America! <laughs> We're in freaking America, man! This is literally what is liberal. This is what liberal is. People come here to live, to escape. They come here to, they come here to get freedom. Like, this is what we're about. Liberty, pursuit of happiness. Like, if hate can win, then what are we even doing here? That's my thing. So, like, if you want to talk about, oh, well, you know, we need, you know, somebody mean to beat Trump and, you know, somebody can go toe-to-toe. -to -toe. Like, listen, man, you lay out the policies for me. You know what I'm saying? Because this guy, Tariff Man, ain't got nothing. He ain't got jack. The economy ain't working for everybody. People don't like to see brown kids locked in cages, dying. People don't like to see children getting shot and killed in schools, or civilians getting shot and killed randomly, 
without Congress doing anything about background checks. They don't like to see that. They don't like to see a growing Nazi police state. They don't like that. They don't like to see elected officials corrupt, being corrupt, out in the open, with no recourse. They don't like that. And they don't like not having health care. And again, I'm just checking in as a 32-year-old individual who has not had health insurance since he was 17 years old. That is 17 years. Well, so 15 years. It's 15 years, I think. 15 years or so without health insurance. Me still being alive is crazy. And I am a testament to everything that we should be as Americans. People who survive, people who get through it. So we had an attack by a foreign power, a hostile foreign power. They attacked our election system. And what we have to do as Americans, as patriots, what we have to do is answer the call. And the thing about this war is that we don't have to we don't have to put even boots on, you know? We're not going any, we're not going any countries. We're not going to blow stuff up. This war takes place at the ballot box. I had a podcast, uh, pre-midterms, Mob the Polls. Heck yeah. Mob the Polls. That's what we're going to do. Exhaust the vote. Overwhelm the vote. Because Russian interference is an allegation that deserves the attention of every American. And if every American could just stand at attention with me and go vote, we will win. And then we could all get back to not having to keep our eye on cable news 24-7. Don't you miss that? Don't you miss going back to the usual? I do. And I can't wait to get back there. And the only way to get back there is to take everybody you know to the polls. And that's what we're going to do. Exhaust the vote. Overwhelm the vote. Mob the vote. Dies in your house. Exclusively on Least Coast Radio. Hey, yo. Jay Porks here. Recording my own commercials as per usual. But I am here to tell you about going to patreon.com forward slash jporks and you have the opportunity to help support least coast radio by becoming a least coast radio head how do you do that you say well there are three different tiers to choose from where you can find yourself bonus content bonus features from the jporks podcast from dies in your house from all things least coast radio now, what are those What are those features? Well, they're, they're bonus shows. They're getting shows early. They're getting exclusive artwork mailed to the address of your choosing monthly. You can interact with all the hosts here on Least Coast Radio. You can get shout-outs on the podcast. Behind-the-scenes stuff. That's on Dies in Your House and the Jay Porks podcast. You get them both here on Least Coast Radio. Dies in your house is usually the primer at the end of the week. The Jay Porks podcast is the long show. What we do at the beginning of the week to get you going. To take in everything that happened. But I need some help. 
And how you can help Least Coast Radio is by following us on Twitter, at Least Coast Radio, going to patreon.com forward slash jpogs, becoming a Patreon, becoming a Least Coast Radio head. And, you know, if you don't want to do any of those things, you can smash that subscribe button on iTunes or YouTube. And, you know, you can, it, it wouldn't hurt. It wouldn't hurt to share the podcast with your friends. So keep it locked to Least Coast Radio for the least heard voices. We're here fighting fascism, saving democracy, but we're also going to have a little fun. Keep it locked.